Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to Buffalo Shots Podcast. Hello again and welcome to another Horror Shots Podcast with me, Casey. This podcast is, of course, brought to you by the lovely people over at MorbidlyBeautiful.com. If you're a fan of horror and you're a fan of horror-related stuff, definitely check out Morbidly Beautiful. It's the place to be for anything along those lines. And what do I mean? Well, I mean interviews, I mean reviews, I mean retrospectives, I mean insightful content on your favorite pop culture horror things and stuff. It's MorbidlyBeautiful.com. Go check them out right now. Now, first up on the housekeeping docket, I got to kind of go over the contest one more time. And what's the contest? Well, the contest is if you leave a review on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts or any of the Apple music apps where you can find the Horror Shots podcast, leave a review and you will be entered into a draw to win something pretty cool, either a t-shirt or a photography print. It's up to you. If you do leave a review, be sure to send me an email at horrorshotspodcast at gmail.com so I can get your information and, you know, send you the stuff. That contest will be running until the end of the month. So the end of September, the very last episode that drops on that Friday in September will be the last chance to enter. I'll be reading out the winner on the first podcast of October. Seems pretty simple. And the winner does get whatever they want out of those options, whether it's a photography print, like I said, you can check out my Instagram for any ideas, or you can hit me up and I can send you a private link to my private photography page, which is all horror-related stuff, or you can get a t-shirt. It's totally up to you. Whatever you want. It's pretty much it for the housekeeping, but if you do like the content that I put out, then be sure to follow me on Twitch at Horror Shots Plays or Mixer at Horror Shots or even YouTube which the link will be in the description for that as well. Now, last week I mentioned at the end of the end of the world podcast that I will be going into more of some urban legends and traveling the United States of America, going through different states and different cities and going over their personal urban legends that maybe haunt their town or Whatever the case might be, curses, monsters, demons, whatever happens to spring up in all these states. Now, of course, I won't be able to go to these actual places, A, because I'm Canadian, A, eh, eh, pun intended, and B, I don't have a passport, and C, I don't have the money to travel all through the United States. Maybe one day, maybe one day I will, and I will be able to actually interview some people and go down there and get a hands-on experience. But until then... We're just going to have to use the internet as a resource, which is all right because the internet is a fantastic place to get resources, right? And listen to your favorite podcasts. <laughs> just had to plug that one more time. So we're going to start today in Huntsville, Alabama. And I'm sure anybody who is from Alabama has heard of this urban legend, especially if you're from Huntsville. It's about the Maple Hill Cemetery and the Dead Children's Playground. Now, first, 
Before I get into the supernatural aspect, I'm going to go into a little bit of history about what Maple Hill Cemetery is. Not a whole lot of information. I'm not going to read the whole kit and caboodle and everything that I found on it, but it is the largest and oldest cemetery in Huntsville, Alabama. It was founded on two acres in about the year 1822. It now encompasses nearly 100 acres and contains over 80,000 burials. It was added to the Alabama Historical Commission's Historic Cemetery Register in 2008 and to the National Register of Historic Places in 2012. Its occupants include five governors of Alabama, five United States senators, and numerous other figures of local, state, and national note. It is located east of the Twickenham Historic District. So what makes this so special, this cemetery so different from many of the millions of other cemeteries spread across North America? Well, this one's unique in the sense that it has a playground, more or less, smack in the middle of it. Now, a lot of this information is going to come from the theparanormalguide.com. So if you want to check them out, be sure to do that as well. In Huntsville, Alabama, adjacent to Maple Hill Cemetery is a park. Maple Hills Park, in fact. Within this beautiful location can be found a small play area known locally as the Dead Children's Playground. And with a name like that, who wouldn't want to bring their kids there on a nice sunny afternoon to play on the monkey bars? It is believed also that at night, the children buried in the nearby cemetery claimed the park for their own to play. In 2007, the city of Huntsville, Alabama attempted to remove the playground in order to enlarge the neighboring Maple Hill Cemetery. A public outcry at the removal of the park was heard and soon new play equipment was installed. Local children could continue to use the park's facilities, but many who know of the legends of the area will tell you that not all those children are of the living. Many locals know the playground located in Maple Hill Park as the Dead Children's Playground due to the reportedly high level of ghostly activity that has been experienced there. Children playing, children calling out to each other, and mothers calling their children's names all fall within this playground. You can also even hear the playful footsteps of children running around. Now, all these events have been experienced by many people who enter the playground after dark. It is believed that the most active time is between the hours of 10 p.m. and 3 a.m. as the children reclaim the park from the living so they can, too, enjoy their play. It is believed that the vast majority of these children come from the adjacent Maple Hill Cemetery the largest and oldest in Huntsville, as we just went over, with well over 80,000 burials. The original land, much smaller than the size of the cemetery is today, was sold to the city in 1822 by planter Leroy Pope. Not Jenkins, but Pope. Not quite the same ring, but whatever. Although this is the official date, it is known that the land was used for burials prior to the time, with the oldest intact grave marker being that of an infant, Mary Frances Atwood, who was buried there in 1820. Later, the cemetery was expanded to encompass the nearby private cemetery of the Pope family. Many of the new burials at this time were of Confederate and Union soldiers who died during the Civil War. Over the years, the cemetery grew and grew, and new land purchases in order to keep up with the growing city. It wasn't until 1901 that the cemetery was given its official name. Up until that time, it was simply referred to as the Burying Ground. Makes sense. The cemetery still needs new land, and in 2007, it made the attempt at taking over the local park, resulting in the public outcry. The Dead Children's Playground, aside from its reputation of a haunting ground for deceased children, 
also has another macabre tale attached to it, though this one probably falls more into the realm of urban legends. As if ghost children wasn't urban legendy enough for you, there were some horrific crimes that potentially took place there between 1945 and 1955. In that time frame, the area was more of a site of a limestone quarry than it was a playground. The high cliffs that surrounded the playground are not natural and were all formed as part of the quarrying process. When the quarry was closed and abandoned, plant life began to reclaim the land and wildlife along with it. Soon, within a matter of years, the area will have been natural bushland filled with weeds and trees of a more opportunistic nature. Come the 1960s, an unknown person made use of the old quarries and the thick plant growth for their own dark opportunities. A series of child disappearances began to be reported in Huntsville, and with none of the children turning up, it was soon feared that a child murderer was prowling the neighborhood. These fears were soon given substance when a small skull was found by someone walking through the abandoned quarries. On investigation, several skeletons were recovered, along with small corpses from fresher murders. It was never determined who the murderer was, but it was discovered that the children were not simply taken and killed. They, rather showed signs of a long detainment with malnourishment and partially healed wounds on the bodies of the more recently discovered victims. With the discovery of the bodies, the disappearances stopped, and the tragedies all but removed from the memories of those who lived in fear for their own children's lives. Many of the children's remains, being local, were buried in the adjoining Maple Hill Cemetery. In 1985, 20 years after those terrible events, the quarries and the surrounding lands were turned into Maple Hill Park, and the original play equipment was erected, or so the legend says. Today the equipment is quite modern and the park is well looked after. Even if you did not know the stories and legends, visiting the park is said to be quite eerie. Although you are not too far removed from the suburbs, the natural rocky bowls, the well-grown trees, and other natural features leave you feeling like you are in a deep wilderness. It's quite eerie, and once night falls, the area takes on a different feel. Come 10pm, you might be lucky enough to witness the vestiges of play. The swings move as if occupied, and mothers calling out the names of their lost children. It's pretty spooky. I mean, kids are scary enough, and ghost kids are obviously the scariest of all. Except for maybe ghost clown kids? Those might be pretty creepy. But there are... A few comments, especially on these articles, uh, regarding the staying up until 10 p.m. and hanging out till 3 a.m. and the whereabouts and what happens to these people when they spend the night. Uh, one guy <laughs> by the name of, I'm not going to say the name, it just kind of takes all credibility out of it. But he said there he slept there multiple times while visiting Huntville and he heard things mostly at night. It was interesting. Another it was quite the opposite. And this guy goes by the username of Jay. Okay, I was at this park last night from 11.30 to 2 a.m. And there wasn't a damn thing. It was dark and quiet. Normal sounds of trees and wind. No ghost children or mothers. The swings didn't move. I didn't get pushed off the slide by small hands. There were no occult followers in hooded robes either, like the rumors said there'd be. Don't get too excited. It's just a park. That pretty much goes... With most of the rest of these comments, some of them are just interested in checking it out and seeing what's going on for their own, you know, curiosity's sake. But it's a very interesting 
topic. And it really wouldn't surprise me if this park is actually haunted. I'm looking at the pictures of it, and it is a very creepy little offshoot, kind of down into a little, not quite a valley, maybe a gully, if that's the proper term. Uh, and the old equipment looks very, very, well, 1950s style. And if you know what that means, over the course of 30 years, it's old and rusted and kind of just straight out of a horror movie, to be completely honest. The park also does sit very, very close to a rock wall, which makes it very enclosed. Now, I don't know if that really means anything, but it does kind of give an eerie sort of feel to the whole place. I can't put my finger on it, but I mean, parks in general can be pretty creepy, and especially at night. And if you ever see a swing move on its own, well, then you probably are running the other way very, very fast. But the fact that the people of the, the town of Huntsville really enjoy this place, and they don't want it torn down. They even had it renovated. So there's that. Just because something is scary and has these potentially evil connotations to it doesn't really mean that people don't want it around. It just goes to show the power of an urban legend and how people cling and claim these things for themselves. Now, I grew up in a, in a place that didn't really have any ghost stories or urban legends. The place I grew up had more real threats, a lot of gang violence and drug trade and all that kind of fun stuff. And yes, that does happen in Canada too. But that didn't stop me from making up my own urban legends in my own brain. There was a park, there was a, a ravine, a trail, a walking trail, a biking trail, whatever you want to call it, just behind my house. And I really loved that place because it had a lot of creepy factors to it. There was a waterfall, a little tiny waterfall, but a waterfall nonetheless, and a stream, and a river, and there was always these weird little rock outcroppings. And I always said to myself that, you know, it was probably cultists trying to summon a demon. They always had spray paint around, and everything was kind of fun. And that's what urban legends are meant to be. They're meant to be fun. Sometimes they're meant to be warnings if there is a true story sort of attached to them. But for the most part, it's just supposed to be a rumor that gets spread and goes out of control, which is what I love. I love those things. Those are the best parts of any suburban or urban center or even rural, any place. It doesn't have to have 100 million people living in it to be a credible city with an urban legend attached. Sometimes the best ones are left out in rural country farmland. But that does bring us to the end of the podcast today. And that does bring us to the end of our first stop on our tour around the United States. Next week, I will look at another one. I might stick to alphabetical order. I might not. We'll find out. See how I feel next week when I decide to do another recording of this. So, until next time. Wait, not until next time, not yet. If you have any urban legends in your hometown, definitely hit me up. I would love to hear more about them. Love to do some research and maybe even talk to you about what these urban legends mean and what they are and how they started. And some first-hand experience and accounts would be invaluable and I would love to hear what you have to say on the topic. So now, until next week.